Hey, you're listening to Quad Dot Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. My voice is a little hoarse today, so my comments will be brief. Hopefully you can endure the raspiness. Anyway, this is episode 166, the title, The Thousand Year Reign of Jesus Christ. The subtitle, The Plain Revelation Series, Revelation Chapter 20. John writes, Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding the key to the abyss and a great chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss, closed it, and put a seal on it so that he would no longer deceive the nations until the thousand years were completed. After that, he must be released for a short time. Then I saw thrones and people seated on them who were given authority to judge. I also saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and who had not accepted the mark on their forehead or on their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were completed. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. When the thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them for battle. Their number is like the sand of the sea. They came up across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the encampment of the saints, the beloved city. Then fire came down from heaven and consumed them. The devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne and one seated on it. Earth and heaven fled from his presence, and no place was found for them. I also saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged according to their works by what was written in the books. Then the sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. Each one was judged according to their works. Death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. At the beginning of the millennial kingdom reign of Christ, we see first of all his return, secondly, the first resurrection of the saints, thirdly, joint rule of Christ with the saints, and during this time also Satan is bound for 1,000 years. During the thousand year millennial reign of Christ, we don't know much. Obviously, Jesus in his creative power restores earth to some form of habitability equal to the pre-tribulation period. During the tribulation, you remember that the waters had all been putrefied, all islands destroyed, all mountains destroyed, the night sky lights mostly destroyed, but this is not even a thing. But this restoration that obviously occurs, though it's not mentioned in the scripture, is not a thing for the one who spoke the universe into existence at the very beginning. The millennial kingdom takes place on this earth. It's not heaven. It's not the new heaven and the new earth. It is still this earth. It will be a time of peace and prosperity. Like I said, Satan is bound, but sin, evil, death, and the grave are not. 
Some incorrectly believe that death will cease because of the fact of the first resurrection, but that is not true. Sin, evil, death, and the grave are not abolished at this point. Support for this truth, the presence of Gog and Magog, that's the cryptic names for nations who are hostile to the reign of Christ at the end of the Millennial Kingdom. It says that death and Hades are eliminated at the end of the Millennial Kingdom. There's no scriptural basis for the concept that normal human realities or functions cease during the Millennial Kingdom. In other words, birth, life, death, acceptance, rejection of Jesus will all still occur during the Millennial Kingdom of Jesus. At the end of the Millennial Kingdom, the completion of the Millennial Kingdom will usher in the Day of the Lord. The Great White Throne Judgment is the Day of the Lord, not the Great Tribulation Period. We see the necessary release of Satan and his final attempt at worldwide insurrection. At the end of the Millennial Kingdom, it will be the destruction of all contaminated things. And the nature of the eternal destruction that is spoken of here is not one of annihilation, which means these things would cease to exist. By the term destruction, we mean eternal punishment. Annihilation is a heresy. It will be the destruction of the insurrection forces seen in verse 9. They will suffer death first and then the second resurrection to eternal punishment. We see at the end of the millennial kingdom the destruction of Satan. He will be cast directly into the lake of fire. He will pass go and he won't collect $200. Here we also see the destruction of the heavens and the earth. In Matthew chapter 24 verse 35, Jesus said, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. The Apostle Peter in 2 Peter chapter 3 says that the heavens and the earth will be destroyed by fire. In verse 7 in chapter 3, he says, By the same word, the present heavens and earth are stored up for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. In verse 10, he says, On that day the heavens will pass away with a loud noise. The elements will burn and be dissolved. In verse 12, he says the heavens will be dissolved with fire and the elements will melt with heat. The encouraging word he follows up with, though, is that but based on his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. I can still remember an old Billy Graham crusade that was televised on TV when I was a child. Something at the time, because I didn't know Jesus, that struck terror in my heart is Billy Graham said, Mark this down that the heavens and the earth will be destroyed by fire. But friend, it's a good thing because they've been contaminated. The destruction of the universe is necessary because it's tainted. As it says in Romans chapter 8 verses 19 through 23, that man's sin has placed him in the bondage of decay. Not only do we see at the end of the millennial kingdom the destruction of the insurrection forces, Satan, the heavens and the earth, but also the destruction of death and Hades. It says there in verse 14 that death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. Death refers to the cessation of the life of the human body. Hades is the one temporary holding place for all dead people that consists of two compartments separated by a non-transgressible chasm. Luke chapter 16 verse 26 in the parable that Jesus tells of the rich man and Lazarus, it says, besides all this, a great chasm has been fixed between us and you so that those who want to pass over from here to you cannot. Neither can those from there cross over to us. The one compartment in the temporary holding place of the dead contains the saints of God. It is a dwelling place of the righteous dead in a state of blessedness. In Luke chapter 23, verse 43, Jesus called it paradise. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 2 through 4, the apostle Paul called it the third heaven and paradise, which generally equates with heaven. 
In Luke chapter 16, verse 23, it's called the bosom of Abraham. The second compartment of Hades contains lost people. It's a place of torment, but it is not the hell as we might think. The abode of the dead is going to be emptied and then cast into hell. Remember, Jesus tells us in Revelation chapter 1, verse 18, that he holds the keys to death in Hades. Then finally, we see the destruction of the dead in verse 15. Each spiritually dead person will be held accountable for every wrong thing he or she has done. God will base his judgment of each human on the record books of man's sin and the book of life. Friend, allow these words to encourage you today. Jesus Christ is coming in power and glory. He will establish his earthly reign on this planet for a thousand years. All of the sad and evil things on this planet that cause heartache and decay will one day come to an end. That's great news for those of us who know Jesus Christ is our personal Lord and Savior. And with that, I bid you peace.